What's up, everybody? I go by the name of Sly. And I'm Cartier Dedon. And we want to encourage you guys to listen to The Melting Pot. Where we will release new episodes every Sunday discussing today's most hottest and controversial topics. Stirring up all things popular culture. And you know what they say. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. Brought to you by The Melting Pot. Hey, Sly, quick question. Go ahead, Cartier. Who's your favorite artist? Queen Nigel, Beyonce, you know, same person. Because I've seen that movie. You ain't finna get me. Because you only had one time to answer. Yeah, so you know, I had to like, I ain't know if it was a trick question or not, so I had to like slide both in them. But you know, they the same person, even though they want to act like it's not. But if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Amazon Prime's new, um, newest show uh, they released called Swarm. So Donald Glover, AKA Childish Gambino, <laughs> is the creator of the show. And I overall loved it. It was quite captivating. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. It has a lot of WTF moments. Um, a few comedic uh, punch lines thrown into there and the acting was phenomenal and it was a lot of like famous people slid into there like you know just cameos and guest appearances and I love when movies and TV shows do that you know cause also like when you see people you know or like familiar faces or people that you like you know it just helps you you know get on board with the show overall too so you know he knew what he was doing but yeah like the acting was phenomenal like and it was just a crazy ride. Like we really had to dive deep into this and dissect it. Like, like I told Cartier about this show because uh, I binged it in the day. It's a quick binge. What was it like? Seven episodes. I binged in the day too. I mean, it was one of those like it didn't take no time. I'm not about to. Uh, I'm not about to wait. I had to keep, and it just kept going. Why not? They were real quick episodes. Or yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's quick. Like, it don't even... It's just like... Because it just felt like it was watching me at one point. Like, I'm just like, wow. And it's like... I feel like the pacing and the dynamic of the show was... Uh, you know, something that we ought to mention. Because, like... I don't think there was ever really any slow moments. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was always something going on. And also, it took a different, like, point of view... And what was that about episode five or six? I think six or something like where you kind of mm-hmm. like, hold on, is this right? Is this based on a, a real person? Because you know we got to be on the lookout because you know we live in a world and it's crazy and there's people doing crazy stuff every day. Somebody's probably doing something outrageous right now as we speak. 
And it's just like, you know, we need to be on our P's and Q's. So I need to know a shoddy reel based off some real events. But overall, Swarm, I get the purpose. So the purpose is it focuses on, you know, um, a young black girl and she is obsessed with Queen Nigel. Um, and it's just like that happens. We know several fan bases who have, you know, fans that will go the extra mile. The extra mile. The extra mile in a bad way. And that's like they live, breathe, eat, sleep their celebrity, you know, whoever their top celebrity is. And it's just like, I don't have time for that. Like, yes, I love certain people, but it's just like, you, yes, I love certain people, and yes, I have comp tickets to see certain people, but I'm not going to make a, a fake Twitter account and be arguing right. with people because you don't know how many Grammys they have. And, right, from a tweet they made back in 2018, this 2023. I don't know no, what the hell I tweeted. Like, oh, I said that? Damn, that was a good one. <laughs> I'm like, how many retweets I got? Shit. Like, you know, it's like, don't nobody... Like, she was just so over the top and it's just like I really know kind of well, I don't know anybody let me not say it like that I don't know people who was just like oh I'm a kill for you know this person that person but it's just like I know some people who live eat and breathe their fandom and like they'll argue with different people in their fandom like Swifties you know the BTS people they're Bar. really really out there the Barbs you know Beehives you know all, like you know there's there's so many fandoms out there and I just think that this show did a good job exploiting all of that and showing what you know when you're pushed and you know you take all those feelings and what happens when somebody's put to their limits you can see that like not to mention that she was already kind of off so we're going to dive into it. We're going to dive into that. Let's get into the phenomenal cast and cameos. You had Dominique Fishback, who played Dre, Chloe Bailey, who played Marissa, Noreen Brown, who played Nigel. You know, we barely seen Nigel space like that. Right. You really didn't, but. Then you had Heather Sims, who played Officer Loretta Green. The reason I'm going to mention her because she was one of my favorites. Um, Paris Jackson was in it. She played Haley. Paris was a trip on her own. We definitely gotta get into that. Billie Eilish was in there. She played Eva. Billy Bill. Leon played Harris. Cree Summer was in there. Cree Summer was in there. Oh, no. I'm gonna buy my man, Dempsey Indris. Yes. Dempsey Indris and Idris uh, was in there. Um play Khalid. Fun fact, Donald Glover put his brother in there, Stephen Glover, as... Yeah. Oh, that's cute. I like that. And we cannot forget about Ricky Thompson. <laughs> he, Ricky was a trip. He was like, I asked something. I asked. <laughs> okay, so I was looking at a video of the main... Um, the main character, the leading lady, she was like, 
this she was asked if this was based off of Beyonce and you know the Beehive fandom and then she was just like no she did that general message and I don't know maybe she was doing to cover her ass but I mean I feel like in a sense yes this is about all fandoms and all fan you know extreme one for the center of the show but essentially all all these fan bases are cuckoo for Cocoa Puff and they would go the ends of the earth especially those Barbie people like you can't say nothing about Nicki Minaj like they don't care that Nicki Minaj don't have a Grammy because Grammys don't matter but let Nicki Minaj catch a Grammy oh it's on the popping but so it's not so the show is about the beehive as the aesthetic of the show but it's essentially for all the fan bases right because boom you're starting off literally the opening credit is houston oh doesn't take much to know everybody knows that's beyonce's hometown like so okay houston and if you didn't catch it then okay it's just based in houston but literally literally she's like one of her i think she was asked driver's asked what's one of her like fame like most like songs or whatever and it was like love on a cloud obviously that translate into love on top you know which is that mm-hmm. the one that you yeah, really want to feel like another crazy crazy and something song crazy and something yeah, song. i was like in love on a cloud that's really the one you want to pick love on top like you, but Cardi already know how I feel about this. Like I like the song, y'all. Don't come for me. I like the song. It's just I just got so tired of hearing. Like we love, we got loved on top. Her whole pregnancy with Blue. I just I can't. Like that's a long nine months. But um, so hold on. Let's get into Nigel. I told you who Nigel was, but I don't think y'all know who Nigel is. So, Nigel was played by Noreen S. Brown, who danced in Beyonce's Coachella performance. Oh, swear. Mm. Yeah, not coincidental. Actually, fire how they did that. Right, she danced in Beyonce's Coachella performance. Also, Nigel made a surprise drop announcement of having twins. Who else made a surprise drop? Who else also makes drop announcement of having twins? Beyonce. Exactly. Twins, come on now. Okay, remember when Dre did the talent show when she was younger and she was singing and shit like that? And you know, obviously that, you know, that's Beyonce when she was on Star Search. Um, which you know, that led her getting the exposure she needed, you know, for you know, to make Destiny Child who they were, basically, right? So I think on the show they called it like Star Seek or something. Star Seek, Star Search, you know, like 90s group. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it was a lot of like Easter eggs and like, you know, just, um, you know, a lot of mentionings towards Beyonce. And I just like, I think that it was done in a proper way. But okay, I'm just get into it. Like, at first, when I was watching it, the first two episodes didn't even know that Chloe Bailey and uh, the the girl who played Drake was supposed to be sisters. But I like how they play with that um, because I don't think it was supposed to be like, 
apparent apparent in the beginning but like yeah they are and then it, it didn't it has you once you come to the turns okay they're sisters are they half because something still don't seem you know right about it and it's just like okay as we see later down the road that okay she was adopted and then they gave her ass back because the girls cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Um, and they were scared of her, you know, unpredictable. Uh, she has trauma. She fucked up that girl. What was she? What she did something to the girl Nick? There's a chilling sleepover or something like that. She um, she was choking her. Yeah, she yeah she choked the girl. And that girl was funny. She did a little interview with the little, <laughs> little first forty eight type interview. That shit was funny to me. But I be laughing at stuff that's not necessarily supposed to be funny. But she was just trying to be so. It was like the white polite way of saying it. Like I'm sure she's a good person, but I don't fuck with her. Like it's just you know she was on TV, so she had to keep it clean, keep it keep it classy, keep it classy. But um, not giving it away, but it's gonna be a you know a little stand down, taking it back to the family origins, and it's just like that scene made it because it was just like I was really on the edge of my seat, like oh shoosh, they serious, like the dad and the mom, her shadiness, you know, get somebody else to do it. If you know, you know, like it was. I, that's what I'm saying. Like the show, it was funny. Like it was funny. It was funny, but it's also. I don't know, it just tells such a compelling story. Like, but it was just so absurd at the same time. And, and literally, she was not getting caught. Now, I think she did have, you know, at this point, she caught, you know, a couple bodies when she was working with the, uh, doing the stripping and shit. Don't know what type of dance she was doing. Like, I was with them. They don't, don't nobody want to see that. But, you know, she was doing her thing. Not well, but doing it. And... I just feel like she kind of was, you know, need to change up that identity. So when she did that big identity, you know, switcheroo, that caught me all the way off guard. And I was just like, where is this coming from? Like, I feel like that was kind of random. That's only, but I mean, I, in a sense, if you're on a run and at this point she had went from this state to this state to this state, you know, she just on the whole murderer spree, coast to coast. So... I mean, when you do do that, it makes sense to change up your appearance. So coast to coast, she went from Tennessee to Oregon to California, mm-hmm. all based on what people tweeted. She was funded. So it is said that you know this is a one and done season because, like, the way it ended, I was like, possibly they could keep exploring Dre's storyline obviously because of the way it ended i'm not gonna say it but it makes obvious that they could if they wanted to and i think that's why they kind of left it kind of open but in like a eerie ominous way but it's also like the fact that if let's play with it if they wanted to do another season um though it is a limited series they would have to play the anthology you know role so each season will be different and maybe with that they could just focus on different fandoms but then again it's like why because it's going to be the same theme the same murderous theme so it's just like eh, could they really do it that way 
But it's also like they could, you know, explore. I don't know. I just feel like it's different things they could do with it. But it is definitely a completed fine series. Just it being this one limited series, one season. And I think that, I don't know. I think that kind of stands for its stature too. Because it's like. Oh, you leave the fans wanting know, wanting to know more. And then you also have the confusion of like, oh, is this real? Is this not real? Kind of loosely based off of, you know, another story. And it's just like, I don't know. I like, I just love, like, this is my type of genre. Like, this is the stuff that I, you know, I go for. Like, it's just interesting to me. There's so many Easter eggs in this show that some of them are subtle and some of them are obvious. One of the subtle ones is after her sister dies, the next episode picks up in Tennessee where she's working at a strip club, but she's only looking for one person because she did a social media hunt dive on the person and knows that he has visited this strip club before. Like, this is how mind-crazy she is. Like, she drove all the way to Tennessee from Houston just to look for one person. While in Tennessee, she's going by the name Carmen. Carmen was Beyonce's name on her hip hopper that she did mm-hmm. about 10 years ago with Makai Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. That's not no coincidence. <laughs> That's not no coincidence. So anyway, let's talk about this scene, this episode in particular. So she's looking for this guy who made a tweet and was like, basically, if Nigel died tomorrow, he wouldn't miss her. That's, that's when that just sends her for a loop-de-loop. So she's at the strip club. They said, you won't break my soul, but she will break your legs. <laughs> Keep playing with her. Um, everybody's trying to, be, trying to be her friend, but she really ain't interested not. in being nobody's friend. Like, she's on a mission. Like, when I tell you, she is like, if you talk to her, she gives you short answers, one-word answers. She does not care what you're talking about. One night, the strippers were kind of like mean to her because like she she sucked at dancing because she wasn't a stripper <laughs> like she, she 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 was a bad dancer but one night the strippers asked her did she wanted to make some money she was like yeah so they was like cool we need you to be a driver because basically somebody was supposed to drive and they didn't show so the strippers got in the car. They was talking about the, the prices that they were going to negotiate for the night. It was $1,000 to hit. whoop de whoop de whoop She was in a private room while the dancers did what they was going to do. And um, basically, she had $1,000 because this one dude just wanted to, to, to jay off on her. She, she collected her $1,000 and kept it going. So they um ended up the, the car ended up breaking down and the tow truck ended up coming and it was actually the man who she was looking for great so the man was trying to hit on all the ladies like well I can fix this back at my place 
not a lot. The girls were kind of hesitant about it, but she was like, no, we can go back to your place. So he was like, well, all right. Jacked up the car, drove it to his house. Not even two seconds in this man's house. Nigel, I mean, Dre goes, who's your favorite artist? And so he's kind of looking like, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? So, of course, he didn't say Nigel. So he was like, well, how many, she was like, how many Grammys does so-and-so have? Because Nigel have 26. And now everybody's looking like, ugh, it's, it's so awkward. It's awkward. Make the long story short. He fixes the car. The girl's about to leave. But her brain is like, you can see her brain ticking. Like, she's not going to leave this man's house until she get rid of him. So she was like, I got to use the bathroom. One thing about Dre, everybody that she killed, she finna find her a, a sharp object, a heavy object. Everybody in the house always had a heavy object just laying around. So she walked in, p- pick up a skillet, pepper sprays the shower because it was running. The bear wasn't even in the shower. So then he come around the corner. He's like, what you doing? So then she tried to hit him upside the head with a skillet. My he over- big ass trucker size dude. And her little so she she was she was still gonna do it though. She was the term she was doing it for the love of Elijah. So he overpowered her. He was basically about to kill her. He really was. Like really, in that moment, he was about to kill her. Like he was choking on the floor because she pepper sprayed the shower and she was hitting him upside the head with a skillet. So the stripper girls came in and you know now they all on top of him. Bow bow bow. But they beat him. Next thing you know, you hear a boom. Somebody, one of the girls shot him. And so now they like, oh shit, what we gonna do? What we gonna do? What we gonna do? What we gonna do? So they was like, okay, well, let's let's clean it up. Let's clean it up. Mind you, they're in the bathroom. So Drake goes, I think I'm about to be sick. I think I'm about to be sick. She runs out the room. The girls is in the bathroom. Next thing you know, <laughs> That girl pulled the freak off on them folks. Like she straight up got in that car and drove off. <laughs> Bro, I couldn't even I couldn't even finish it. She was out. Dre was out. <laughs> like she did them like they save your life in the bathroom. Cause it was finna be lights, lights, lights out for you, Dre. And you go do them like that. Like you do them that like you gonna do them like that. Like, that was so messed up. But that's just Dre. That's just Dre. That's just Dre. Dre, she has no loyalty to nobody. And it's two things about, it's really three things about Dre. Team Naja for life till she die. She gonna find a heavy object when approaching her, uh, her victims. And Go smack down on some food after that girl be eating. <laughs> like that girl be eating. I, I mean, think about it. After she killed Khalid, went to that whole pantry, fuck food, like, and took it on the road with her. Like, right? Nah, Khalid's how she had that pop in the refrigerator. Yeah. The the pantry was that oh, rich the man. Rich yeah, 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 yeah. 
took the whole and I was like I was looking in that picture I'm like yeah I would take that I would take that and so I was over there like oh he got crown he got hypnotic I was looking at that too I said that crown just standing I was like y'all want that (laughs) he had a whole bar uh, yeah I'll take two of those one of those the episode that also stood out to me uh, as we mentioned Billie Eilish earlier is the the um, hypnosis um, episode where she is going to she, Dre is going to try and see Nyjah at the Bonnaroo Festival held in uh, Tennessee and she runs into this girl who helps allure the cop away from her who was harassing her or whatever and invites her to this come you buying house in the middle of nowhere in the Tennessee woods backwoods and she <laughs> ends up staying with these hippie cult type people that was cool though that was cool but they did they just lied to her not knowing how unhinged she was and then when they found out how unhinged she was because when she told billy billy told everybody great. else and they still accepted her now that's unconditional love whether it's right or wrong they was gonna keep her secrets you're my little secret and that's how we gonna keep it. But they lied to Dre about having tickets and having these backstage passes. And she was gonna get to go see her girl, Queen Naja. Ain't none of that happened because they was doing a fucking root and bear retreat, <laughs> retreat in the middle of the night, <laughs> meditating in the woods. And she like, uh, what time is it? And the whole, I kid, I kid y'all not. I kid y'all not. Everybody listening. That whole episode, I'm like, I'm keeping track of the time. Like, I literally was like, okay, it's getting a little dark. And I'm like, they had all these activities. And in the beginning of the episode, it was still light outside. So I'm, I'm imagining it's like 8 o'clock in the morning. You know, like festivals don't start to, and you know, Queen Nigel, she's obviously going to be a headliner at this Bonnaroo. So I'm just like, yeah, you know, she could afford to be a little late, but it just kept getting dark and dark and later and later. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh, this not about to be good. They need bitches lie. You lie, you lie, you lie. <laughs> Bonnaroo was supposed to be be cello, which is why, you know, when she get there, they say that she misses it so she watches it from her phone and mm-hmm. she's in tears which is basically like how the whole world reacted to that Beachella performance it was a great performance though also there's an interview on the Helen show which is Ellen, Ellen. Yeah. like even the backdrop it, right. it even very, looked like Ellen but okay it looked like Ellen said the interview oh I guess I have to go back so my girl Dre finally gets to meet Nyjah, right? After she breaks into this man's house. And, um, he actually worked for the tour that Nyjah was on. Um, he takes her. She meets Nyjah, right? The There's a... We see Nyjah's artistic sister, which is Solange, who's wearing a green fringe dress, which is supposed to be symbolic of the fringe outfit she had on the mm-hmm. Beachella thing. Y'all didn't peep. So you gotta be a real fan to know these things. Then, at this 
celebrity field party, Dre bites Nigel. And the world goes on storm. There's a Sanaa Lathan reference after Dre runs out the party and was like, that's the girl from Love and Basketball. Because in reality, that bald head bitch who cut her hair for a movie that I never seen because she bit Beyonce, bit Beyonce, let Tiffany Haddish tell it. Right. Which I did see yeah. that bald headed movie. Just, it was a good one. But yeah, you know, I just, yeah, yeah she just. I've been, I've been, I've been there with Sonata Lathan ever since. Ever I was about since. to say, yeah, you know, like, I hate it had to be her because loving basketball is my ish, but like, ugh, why? Just why? Right, like, I really, I am not. And that story just still doesn't make sense to this day. Like, you bite? Like, why is it the first instinct to bite? <laughs> like, what? How do you bite somebody? That's why she got done how she did done in that Tyler Perry movie where she cheated on her husband oh, yeah. and that man was leaving mm-hmm. his wife for her. That's what you get. That's what you get. Even though there was yeah. like two different two different time frames of her life. I still like that's what her sense. Because like, you didn't have to bite the like that. <clears throat> so after all that, like everybody's trying to figure out who bit Nigel, who bit Nigel. You know, everybody's on TikTok, like, you know, yelling at their phones, just like how it happened in real life. Um, John on the on the Helen show, there was an interview, and the guy knew who bit Beyonce, but he wasn't saying it. If you go back on the Ellen show, John Legend was on the show in the similar outfit as that interview, and he basically was not trying to tell who bit Beyonce, and that was supposed to be John Legend. And I'm trying to go back in my head; I can't really remember, but I feel like they did a good job. That was John Legend. Well. And then, you know, the last episode, our girl finally gets, you know, still on her her crazy obsessed rage to go meet Queen Nigel. And, and at this point, she feels so bad and guilty and she wants to apologize for biting her. And, you know, she's like, oh, we're going to be cool again. She's mad at me right now, but we, we still friends. We still good. Da, 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 da. So she goes to the running scared tour in real life that translates to Beyonce's on the run tour of course on the run. so it's just right. like she gets on stage now she's like come on girl sing it then you up here might as well you're making me look bad and I think like and it was just weird because like I think okay obviously she don't know who bitter either like the way they made it seem because I think you would remember but you know dark is a party I guess, you know what I'm saying? But in a sense, me watching, I was glad that she finally got to get to this nausea because it's like, please just let her, just let her see her talk to something. The ending was dreamlike. And I was just like, you know, did it happen? Did it not happen? And then like, I swear Nigel's face turned into the face of Marissa, right? You remember she breaks into Marissa's parents' house. Marissa's dad has a gun and he's shooting. Mm-hmm. Daddy lessons. Okay. All right. Yeah, I had on the rifle. My daddy said shoot. Yeah, he, he sure did have that rifle. Yeah, <laughs> did, that thing was shoddy. That thing was blow, busting through. No, I want one of them on my back. God damn, hold back out. And then there was 
you know, the, ep- the episode where the dude had on the Ivy Park collection. Even though they didn't mention nothing about it, he was still wearing it. Not only. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Because that was the exact Ivy Park outfit that I wanted for so long. <laughs> I wanted that maroon tracksuit. I mean, at the party where, um, you know, Nyjah got bit or whatever, that was Jay-Z's uh, release party for his album 444 and I think they changed the numbers or something in the show but that was also like a little easter egg too they even we how are we gonna forget they even showed the freaking Jay-Z and Solange yeah. elevator scene come on now come on now this ain't about Beyonce get out of here get out of here and then get out of here Cachet and Nigel was dressed up like Jay-Z and Beyonce in that um where they had on the pink and green Oh, uh, ape shit yeah. video, yeah. Come on now, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, come on, I, y'all, y'all cute, but we know, we know. Yeah, I mean, but at the end, after Drayden killed all these people from coast to coast, like you said, she she did get to meet Nigel, and Nigel like took her in the limo, and she gave her a hug, and I like you said, I I definitely thought it was a dream, like I. Yeah, like a dream, cause it was dreamlike, and then the face switch from Nigel to Marissa, and I'm just like, Marissa really the root of her problems. If we want to get down to like, I don't know, it's like between the love and her trying to get, you know, her guilt eating her up because she wasn't there for her sister, well Chloe or whatever, and between her obsessing over Nigel, it was just like that's all that mattered to her in life, and when you lost two of them. It was no point in living, you know what I'm saying? Not to mention that little girlfriend she had at the end, a little switcheroo. She told you she didn't like her in the beginning when y'all first hung out. <laughs> and then you had to nerd it. Getting this 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 little this little long relationship with her. Meet the parents and everything. Buy these tickets. You don't got no job. Don't know how you bought them. Bought these tickets. You're living on living with her, living off her money. She working two jobs. That's how she bought her. She opened a credit card. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, she's supporting both of y'all. You go and buy these tickets to this person you know she hate. And I get it. This one was supposed to, it was supposed to be the one for her. It was supposed to be the one. They was going to live a happy life. All she had to do was go to the concert. But sis couldn't do that. She had to read her and put her in her place. She had to let her know. It's okay, because Dre let her know right back. <laughs> So with that being said, Sushes, I encourage y'all to call this number 901-582-8002. Again, the number is 901-582-8002. And y'all let us know what happens in the comments. Mm-hmm. And who's your favorite artist? And who's your favorite artist? <laughs> My name is Sly. I'm Cardia the Dawn. And this has been The Melting Pot Takes the Story.